Welcome to the Made For More podcast. I'll be sharing my experiences along with some actionable advice to take your leadership to the next level. Introducing your host, it's me, Ali Nitschke. I'm a leadership and courageous conversations expert, a Nutella lover, a mother of four young boys, a wife and a dance floor junkie. I'm here to give you the motivation you need to level up, lead yourself, lead your team and your business. Let's go. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Made for More podcast. This season, season five, is all around leadership your way. Uh, my name's Ali Nitschke. I am the host of the show and I am very excited to be talking to you about a topic that is becoming more and more relevant. It is becoming more and more prevalent. It's something that I'm, I'm being asked about more to share and help my clients develop these skills. I've been working with some of our one-on-one clients more deeply around how do they build this capability. But I think what we're starting to see in 2023 and beyond the future of leadership, if I may, is all around this tiny little topic. No, I'm just kidding. It's not tiny. It's all around influence. Uh, Leaders have known for a long time that they need to have influence. And I think historically, that was more of a do as I say, not what I do. And nowadays, that's just not going to fly. We're seeing a huge shift in the way that people interact. We're seeing a huge shift in what is going to be the future of work that we're currently structuring and setting the foundations for right now. And a big part of that is your ability to lead with influence and be more influential as a leader. Uh, If you're wondering what does that actually mean, uh, the definition here, my definition and the definition we use at Made For More is leading with influence is the ability to lead others regardless of the power that you have over their role to drive organisational direction and adapt to changing environments. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Let's have a bit of a deep dive today into all things leadership. How do you become more influential? And how do you become more influential as your role as a leader, both for your team, for your peers, and also being influential if you're looking to influence those that you report to as well? As I mentioned, this is such a an important skill that all leaders, it's actually an essential leadership skill that all leaders need to be continually practicing unless we're setting the intention to be more influential. We can all of a sudden desire these things, but perhaps can't quite get there in the end either. So at the most basic level, when we're talking about influence, it's really about compliance. And I think if we have a look at leadership over time, that's really how leaders became leaders. Are you going to do what I say you're going to do, whether it's good, bad, ugly, or kind? Uh, Because if we think about the industrial, uh, industrial era and how people went to work, they went to work to be able to provide and put food on the table. As simple as that, it was an exchange, a currency exchange. But really, compliance is around getting someone to do something that you want them to do, uh, but achieving genuine commitment from other people, not just this base level compliance, because of course, who wants to be doing that as a leader? I certainly don't, uh, is what's really needed if you want to be able to reach your goals within your team and your organisation. I often will say 
something along the lines of everyone needs to be rowing in the right direction. Uh, there's a difference between people rowing and just putting the putting the paddle in as to actually rowing to head in the direction that you're wanting them to go or the goals that you set for either the team or the business that you're in as well. Uh, I've written a couple of articles on this most recently. Check out uh, the madeformore.com.au forward slash blog if you want to have a little bit of a poke around and do a bit of a deep dive into this as well. Uh, and there's also uh, an entire chapter to it in my book, Rise of the Courageous Leader. Uh, chapter eight is all around leading with influence. It's one of the key intersections uh, when it comes to courageous leadership and how do we be more courageous in the workplace, uh, it's really, really key that influence is part of something that is on your radar. How do you become more influential as your role as a leader for others to be able to build those leadership teams around you as well? So understanding that influence is uh, important is obviously obvious. Uh, we know that it is important. We know that people that are more influential uh, get more runs on the board, have happier teams. Uh, they have higher levels of productivity and engagement, uh, higher levels of retention. And really, that's what we want to be aiming for right now. Uh, some of the most influential leaders, those that are the best at influencing others, are really skilled at tapping into the motivations, emotions, and underlying drivers that lead to their team's actions. So you can see that these influential leaders easily from the outside world, the ones that you kind of want to get involved in, uh, and I'm talking about influence in the workplace, not influencers on YouTube or Instagram or something like that, although the same principle applies, but really we're talking about how can we influence the people around us each and every day uh, to be able to get behind our mission, get behind our values, um, what our vision is for either the team or for the business, depending on where you fit in the ecosystem. So it's really important that we start looking at influence uh, as sort of a one-on-one -on -one rather than how do we influence an entire cohort of people, although that will be the result. But really, we want to customise the way that we influence people uh, at that one-on-one -on -one level as well. Uh, and I think the key part to remember is that influence is really built on a foundation of trust. And I'll talk about trust in a moment because this has been really key for a lot of the execs that I've been working with recently and they've recognised that they're missing a piece of the piece of the equation when it comes to building trust and a foundation of trust with the people around them. Uh, but it is really important as a leader that you're focusing on doing right rather than being right. One of our guiding principles here at Made For More is all around integrity. So making sure that you're doing the right thing for the right reasons is going to have far more influence in influencing people than if you're trying to do something for smoke and mirrors or get ahead in any way. Uh, when we're talking about influence, we don't want to just talk the talk, but actually walk the walk. So rather than going, yep, I'm living by my values. This is the kind of leader that I aspire to be. Are you actually living and breathing that each and every day uh, is going to be key to how influential you are and how influential you are to your teams. Do they actually trust that you're going to be uh, doing what you say you're going to be doing? And I think influence is really built upon making other people successful. Uh, last year, I wrote an article around uh, empowering your team and make yourself redundant. And I honestly believe that the, the key role, the critical role for leaders is to essentially empower your team 
skill up your team so well uh, so that you do make yourself redundant, whether someone else um, can step into your your shoes, whether you can ultimately go on uh, annual leave without having to take a, a mobile or check your emails. Really, we want to be able to get our teams working so well together that we don't need to be there anymore. For some of you, that might be a bit scary. I'd encourage you to have a little bit of a think about why that is scary for you. But really, I think leadership and influence is built upon making others successful. Uh, so back in Back in my corporate days, back in my J-O-B days, uh, my go-to strategy for influence was that I love to raise people up. And I still do this here uh, in the work that I do at Made For More. I often will say I am my client's biggest cheerleader. I love, love, love when my clients succeed and exceed their own expectations and just go from strength to strength. Nothing brings me more joy um, than seeing and helping others achieve around me. It, It is miraculous. Uh, but something that I love doing is raising people up, making them super skilled so that they can become successful. The way that I do that mostly uh, in the work that I do is through communication. How do we get leaders to be more influential in the way that they communicate and interact? Interact rather. Um, but that's that's sort of my way. There's lots of different ways that you can go around building your influence uh, as your teams become more successful, as the people around you become more successful it opens up a lot more opportunities, opportunities for creativity, which is sometimes um, hiding under the scope of innovation. It opens up a lot more opportunities for a deeper level of understanding and perspective taking, taking rather. Uh, And it also will help you build your reputation as a leader who then creates other leaders. And that's when we start getting some really great people who want to work with you. High performers, high achievers will be naturally seeking you out because you've got a reputation of making others successful. Uh, This sometimes comes under the law of reciprocity. You know, I'll do for you and then it will come back to me. Uh, I actually think let's just do good for the sake of doing good. Uh, you're more likely to influence people by helping them achieve their goals. We'll talk a little bit around how this fits into trust in a moment, but making sure that you're investing in someone else's success is going to, by default, up your influence measure as well. Uh, There's a brilliant show, and I've referred to this quite a bit recently, uh, only because I happened to binge it on Netflix, but this is really around how do we make others successful. And the show is called New Amsterdam, and it's about a managing director, managing doctor in a very busy hospital. And he comes in and he has a very different, I guess, history than what the hospital is previously used to in terms of its leadership. They've got a bit of scar tissue uh, in the in the hospital around the management that's happened before. And by scar tissue, I mean there's been some trauma there in the team that people are still feeling a little bit agitated by and haven't quite smoothed over yet. Um, but essentially, the story centres around a public hospital. The new managing director comes in, has some pretty radical ideas. He's worked uh, around the world. Uh, But essentially, he holds a meeting and it's in a big theatre with the head of all of the different areas within the hospital. And he just says, what can I do to help you? And because there's scar tissue, people are going, yep, right. He doesn't want to help us. He's just here to do whatever, his own agenda. And he keeps having these meetings time and time again and says, what can I do to help you? Until eventually someone goes, oh, I need more money for six beds. And he just goes, done, and, and gets it to happen. And over time, the team, the heads of, end up building trust 
with him and start asking for things that they've never felt safe to ask him before. And he makes it happen through some pretty radical ideas and some pretty clever uh, and outside the box thinking. But essentially his job became, and, and this is why I love the show so much, is essentially how do I remove the blockers for my team so that they can go and do the bits that they are excellent at. Uh, and I think really when we're talking about how do we be more influential as a leader, if you're getting problems out of the way for people, that's going to go and put you ahead in leaps and bounds. All right, let's shift gears a little bit. I wanted to talk about trust and why trust is so important when it comes to influence. Uh, and something that I've been talking a lot recently uh, with some of my senior leaders, with some of our senior execs in our in our Courageous Leaders program and in our Fast Track program is essentially the equation of trust. Now, this is a coffee thing. This is not mine. I'm just sharing the concept, uh, but it is T equals C plus R plus I over SO. So if you haven't got a pen handy, that's okay. You can head over to madeformore.com.au forward slash resources and you'll be able to um, have a look at this. I've got a little download for you, but it is essentially trust equals credibility plus reliability plus intimacy over self-orientation. So let's have a bit more of a look at that. When we're talking about credibility, this is essentially, do you have some runs on the board as a leader? And are you credible in the work that you do? Very tricky early on if you're brand new to an organization or an industry to get that credibility. How can you make those linkages and draw from some of your past knowledge to be able to build credibility? Uh, the R is around reliability. So are you doing what you say you're going to do? If you're going to share something with someone, are you doing it? If you're going to connect them with someone, are you doing it? If you say you're going to get to a deadline, are you doing it? And I think this quite closely relates to accountability as well. So are you keeping others to account and, and are you keeping others reliable? So then they've got the I, which is intimacy. And this is how well do you know those on your team? Uh, you know, do you know what they enjoy? Do you know what their motivators are? Are you having those conversations that previously happened at the water cooler? But these are the microfibers that make up relationships in the workplace. And I'm not talking romantic relationships. I'm talking around that human connection, which is what people are looking for these days is, do I feel connected? Do I belong? Am I important to my boss? What is the level of intimacy that you have? And this uh, next part is around self, uh, self-orientation. self Is it in my best interest as the leader or is it in the best interest of the team member? So it's trust is a combination of credibility. Are you good at what you say that you're good at? If not, time to sharpen up those skills. Uh, are you reliable? Do you say and do what, sorry, do you do what you say you're going to do? Are you a reliable person? Can people rely on you? Uh, intimacy, how well do I actually know you as part of your team or how well do I know you as one of your peers? And what is your motivation, your self-orientation? Is it me? Is it you? What's your ulterior motive? And we know that sometimes there's always an ulterior motive. So making sure that you're really clear around that. Uh, also, I'll just asterisk that by saying, if you are only out for yourself and your self-orientation, you are probably not going to build trust 
and influence as quickly as you would like because people can recognise that inauthenticity, that incongruence uh, within you and within others as well. So T equals C plus R plus I over SO, self-orientation. And I think if you were to write that down and go, where's the missing bit? Uh, is there a bit that I don't yet have? Is it credibility? Have I not really shared enough of my um, of my history, of my own prowess? Have I not shared enough of that, of my own industry knowledge or perhaps my own acumen? Then absolutely do that in a way that is driven from an information way, not from an ego way. Uh, reliability, have I kept up and said what I said I was going to do, done what I said I was going to do, I keep getting tricked tripped up on that bit. Uh, intimacy, how well do I know my team? Uh, I would really focus on this bit as well, getting to know them, what motivates them, what's their communication style, uh, what do they do on the weekend, what is it that you can know about them so that you are building that those microfibers of those relationships and then where is your own motivation at for building, um, building trust? Is it for you? Is it for them? What's your self-orientation? So keeping that in mind is really, really key. Uh, and I think influence is really uh, routed in helping others maintain their commitments as well. I said influence has been the flavour of the month. If influence has been the flavour of the month, then accountability has been the flavour of the year. My goodness, uh, you know, how, how do we keep others accountable? And I think in the leadership world, people often will judge you by your ability to keep your word and deliver on your promises. You can corrode trust, corrode your influence very, very quickly. Uh, the key behind influencing via commitment really lies in your ability to have people adopt an initial position that is consistent with the behaviour. So are people getting on board with your behaviour? Are you behaving in a way that is consistent? Very, very key, um, particularly if we're talking psychological safety. We don't want to be erratic and come in um, here, there and everywhere. And people really desire to be perceived as dependable, reliable and successful and will normally go to great lengths to not have their track record tainted in any way. So being really clear around how you want to be perceived in the world is key, but making sure that you're focusing on how do you become more influence, influential, rather, is it through trust? Is it through motivation? Uh, is it letting go perhaps of some of the power that you were holding your hat on, you know, do as I say, because I'm the boss, not as I do, uh, because I'm the boss, but making sure that we're really displaying some of those key attributes to influence, which is things like honesty and competency and expertise and wisdom. Um, you know, I mentioned about the new, new Amsterdam show, you know, how can you get some stuff out of the way for your people so that they can get the runs on the board? That pretty much summarizes uh, influence. I do have a couple of articles, as I mentioned, on the website, so be sure to check those out and I'll put those links into the show notes as well. If you've been listening to this and loved it, please make sure that you leave us uh, a review through wherever it is that you happen to listen to your podcast. And if you're thinking, hmm, I reckon I wouldn't mind talking to Ali a little bit more about how I can improve my influence and become more influential as a leader, I would love to hear from you as well. So jump over to our contact page and uh, book in a time to have a little chat with me. All right. Hope this has been helpful. Bye for now.
Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode on the Made For More podcast, please make sure you subscribe to receive future episodes. And of course, five-star reviews are always welcome on the Apple podcast. If you'd like a copy of the show notes or any of the links mentioned today, check out madeformore.com.au forward slash podcast. And of course, if we aren't connected already, you can find me in all the usual places. Ali Nitschke on LinkedIn, Ali.MadeForMore on Facebook and Instagram. I hope you have an awesome week and I'll catch you again soon. Bye-bye.